So initially you do the consultation and you say, matter of fact, how does it work? What's, what, what is your process when you start so working with somebody? So I do something called DIME. DIME, okay. Yeah, D-I-M-E, uh -huh. right? And I do it vertically. Gotcha. Right? And so D is for debt. Okay. Okay. Right? And then I is for income. Mm -hmm. M is for mortgage. Okay. E is for education. Gotcha. And that education could be for your kids if you have them, or mm -hmm. it could be for you. You may want to go back to school. Gotcha. So with the debt, we put in... At that moment, how much debt do you have? Credit okay. card debt, all that. We don't add in the house because it has its own column Okay. with the okay. mortgage. We just add in credit card debt, personal debt, got you it. know, uh, car loans, okay, stuff like that. You put that number in there. You got a total. Mm -hmm. Now you go to income. What's your yearly income? Okay. Now, what I like to do is I like the people to have five to ten years of their income in their policy. Okay. What I mean by that okay, is, I was say, break it down. <laughs> what I mean by that is, if something was to happen to you and you have this policy, uh -huh. can your family live with your income without you through this policy? Okay. At least five years of it. Okay. So if it's fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand times five. Okay. That's 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 you need you need at least that much to cover income. Okay, so if you made so you're saying if if I make fifty thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. uh, times five, that's a quarter million dollars. Right. So you're saying my whole life policy should be at least a quarter million dollars. Your whole dollars. life or your term. Okay, okay. And, okay, and we know you. with the term, it's going to be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I always tell people. That's the first time I've ever heard that it needs to be yeah. five times your income. Okay. Yeah, mostly 10. Mm. 10, because that means my family can financially yeah. be stable at yeah. least for 10 years yeah. after I'm gone. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Instead of, uh, you know, hey, they, they bury me, they use their money, then it's okay. gone. So which one was that? You said dime, D, I, and M. And then M is... Yo, what's going on, Equity Chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode. Real quick, I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel, so that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're going to be rolling out. So what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're going to see a link. That link is going to give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we going to roll out? We're going to be opening up our studios this summer. We're going to be letting you guys come in. We're going to be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're going to be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business, your game to the next level this summer. You're going to want to hit that email list and tap in. So look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, man, this is going to be a good interview. Uh, I told you we're moving the, the conversations more towards financial literacy. We're moving the conversation towards how do we build wealth in our community? What are the steps that it takes to really, really move ourselves forward and close the quote-unquote wealth gap? So, man, I got a real good friend of mine uh, with us today, my boy Dedrick Slaughter. What's going on with What's you, man? Up, man? With What's the money connoisseurs. Money connoisseurs. Look, man, this I'm excited about this conversation because, of course, we had these conversations all the time. Whether right. it's over lunch, whether we chopping it up, we stay same community. So, right. whatever the case may be, man, we've had these conversations several times. Uh, and for us to be able to do this, for you to take time out of your schedule, first of all, I appreciate that. Oh, man, man I appreciate the platform. Yeah, man. So, for us to be able to do this, man, I know you got a wealth of knowledge when it comes comes to uh, financial literacy. So, man, I'm going to try to extract as much of that from let's, your let's, mind let's as possible so that we can it. help people out. So, and as usual, you know, our goal is to help you guys raise your business IQ so that you can tap into your to your full equity. With that being said, man, let's jump into it, man. Bro, you been doing all right? I've been great. Life yeah. is good. Yeah, man. Kids good. Mm -hmm. Wife good. I'm good. Yeah, man. I know, man. Look, you got a lot of good stuff going on. I know we was talking off camera, man. And uh, I actually want to start with this. Man, you've put over $20 million back into the community in Memphis. I know people hear that. It's like, man, $20 million, where, where did that go? Not necessarily $20 million physical right, dollars, right. but $20 million in education, life insurance policies, and things like that. So talk to me a little bit about that, bro. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I put $20 million back in through life insurance. Got it. Um, and, and that's saying something, you know, being from Memphis and being from North Memphis. Yeah. Um, those areas, you know, those are poverty, minority areas. Mm -hmm. So, and, and one of the biggest things I think people don't know about life insurance, it adds to your net worth. Okay. 
So these are people who have policies who's added 100000 to their net worth. Explain that to me. So let's just say you're a client, right? Okay. And you come through and you say, hey, I want, I want to get some life insurance. Yeah. But let's say you have a business too. Okay. Right? So, you know, when you're getting business credit, you're getting different things, and you're signing on, off on things, they ask you about your net worth. Okay. So that's part of your net worth, their policy that you have. Okay. Because if something happens to you, mm-hmm. that's part of the money that's going to get paid out to your beneficiaries. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's your net worth. I see. I know what net worth is, but the people on under the camera, they don't know what net worth is. Right. So explain to them uh, it's basically, what that means. Net worth <laughs> is, is, is basically what you are worth, meaning assets, mm-hmm. cash flow, um, um, anything that's in your name, okay. um, anything passed down to you, mm-hmm. that's all part of you. Got so it. that's basically an extension of you. Okay, okay. So $20 million, man, what does that look like? Like, how, how, First of all, how long have you been in business? Um, going on six years now. Okay, six years, going man. On six yeah. years. So you yeah. know your stuff, man. Yeah, I, I, I dug deep into it on okay. my own, you know, outside of actual training with my uh, colleagues. I actually wanted to know more. Okay. So I went to reading books, went to researching. Um, I'm kind of, that's why the name of my business is Money Connoisseurs because I'm not just the insurance agent. Yeah. Right? So if you come to me and you're my client and you say, hey, I'm trying to buy a house, I'm going to be able to point you in the right direction. Okay. Or I'm trying to get my credit, I'm going to be able to point you in the right direction. Gotcha. Because I've built relationships with realtors, uh, uh, credit people, uh, tax people. Mm -hmm. And not only have I built those relationships, but a lot of people don't know this. I worked at the IRS oh, okay. for nine months. No, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. I worked at the IRS um, really to try to learn. Okay. I spent three months in the classroom with a big binder, mm-hmm. and they taught me all this stuff. And the crazy thing is I learned stuff I never knew about. Yeah. So you when went, it, you took it specifically just to learn. It wasn't yeah. a career. In, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, I came <laughs> from logistics and uh, warehouse distribution. This Memphis, yeah, yeah, yeah. warehouse central, yeah, right? Yeah. So I was doing like everybody else. For sure. So I was like, let me let me change it up. And when I got into financial services, I'm like, I need to know everything about money. Yeah. You yeah. know, even the history of money, where did it come from? For sure. You know, those type of things about gold bagging the money. When did that change? Cryptocurrency, yeah, yeah. all of that. I okay. wanted to know about all of that because that makes me an all around. Agent, yeah, you know what I'm saying, man. Look, I want to dive into all of that, but before we jump into deep into that, let's rewind a little bit because in our culture, information or not just in our culture, but information mm-hmm. is so readily available now that one of the reasons uh, we're able to start closing the wealth gap is because we have access to this information. But the Absolutely. challenge is a lot of information is sounds just like sound, it's like you know, hitting this table, it's sound, you don't necessarily know the meaning behind right, it. Right. So talk to me about the importance of life insurance, man, because it's been uh, you know, a buzzword for the last few years and mm-hmm. you know, people have been inquiring about how do I get these policies and stuff like that. So what is it? And for people that necessarily hadn't got a policy, like where should they start when it comes to building wealth? Absolutely. Good question. Um, so life insurance in <clears throat> brief is basically covering your life. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Something happens to you, um, their life insurance to take care of you financially or your family financially. Gotcha. Now, life insurance goes deep. Okay. It goes deep. Um, you got multiple different types of policies. The basics is term policy, okay. which means for a term period, meaning I get a policy, $100,000, mm-hmm. meaning for 30 years is the max time. Okay. Minimum, 10 years. Okay. So you can get 10, 20, 15, 25, 30. Okay. Right? So most of the people get 30 because when you get a house, you get a mortgage, mm-hmm. how long is that? 30, 30 years. years yeah. Unless you change it to 15 or 20 years. For sure based on your income and everything like that. Gotcha. So um, with that being said, in retirement, 30 years, mm-hmm. right? So life insurance in the term is set for 30 years. Okay, okay. So that means that if nothing happens to you in those 30 years, that policy covered you for those 30 years if something was to happen. Okay. Sudden car wreck, you die, okay, you know, okay. that policy will pay out mm-hmm. tax-free. Gotcha. Right? So explain this to me, man. Uh, so the term policy, you get what you're talking about is the death benefit. Is yeah. there other benefits? So that policy is just in place for it. If you lose your life, it'll cover just the death, or is there some additional? No, it's some additional. Okay, so Even explain it term, to me. Yeah. Now, when I say this, I'm not talking about every other company. Because okay. some people sell term and it doesn't have what we call living benefits. Okay. So what type of term, if, if we're just starting off, like what type of term policy should we be looking at? Um, traditional. Traditional, traditional term. Okay. What I just talked about with the 30 years, 
That's traditional term. Okay. Non-traditional term would be a ROP. ROP. Which is return of premium. I heard of that one before. Okay. Yeah. So before we go into the ROP, so the traditional term policy, you said there are some other benefits outside of death or is... Okay. Yeah, living benefits. Okay. Now, Explain living benefits you. is exactly what it says. You're living. Okay. Meaning heart attack, stroke, mm. cancer. Okay. You're not dying. You know, it's not, it's not you know, terminal. Uh-huh. But it causes you where you maybe can't work or you got to be out work a lot or okay. you can't move the way you was moving. You can't do the job you was doing. Okay. Um, and that's a financial strain. Gotcha. gotcha. So living benefits will pay you okay. from their policy. It will pay you. Now, if it's terminal, mm-hmm. the policy is basically going to end and they're going to pay you a percentage of the death benefit. Okay. Okay. Which may be 80% or 90%. So if it's ninety percent, you might get ninety thousand. So if it's terminal, what does that mean? So meaning if you the go doctor to- has you went to the doctor and okay. diagnosed you with something, mm-hmm. and they said that you're gonna die. Okay. And they might have told you two years, three years, or whatever. Okay. And you can actually file a claim with the insurance policy for a terminal illness. Okay. And you can do that with your term policy. You can do that with your term. Okay. So if if you went to the doctor and you got diagnosed with a terminal illness, you call up your insurance company mm-hmm. and you say, hey, I have this term policy for 30 years. Right. I know I have the death benefit, but I just got diagnosed with this, you know, condition that is terminal. What does the insurance company say or, or how does so that work? The first thing they're going to ask you, you know, as far as um, what paperwork you need okay. would be what the doctor gave you. Gotcha. As far as diagnosing you with that mm-hmm. illness. Okay. And once you pass that over to them, they're going to release the money. So the term policy, does it typically cover, help offset medical? Like, what are we talking about? Because um, I've heard term policies isn't like the big end all. No, all. it's not. It's not. So I'm just trying to get a good framework. Of the like, biggest reason you would get a term mm-hmm. is for term things in your life. Okay. Like debt. Gotcha. You know, um, let's say your house. Okay. You know, if you passed away and you the breadwinner of the household, you want their term policy because mm-hmm. it's cheaper too. Gotcha. Term policies is the cheapest type of life insurance policy you can buy. Okay. Okay. So it's just like the the basic safety. Right. Net. Right. A lot of people get them because affordability. Okay. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. And, and and for me as an agent and and with the clients, I rather you walk away with the term than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And if money is the factor. Let's go with this term. Gotcha. I remember when I first got my uh, policy, man. It was a uh, it was a term policy as well. Uh, I had got engaged at twenty one, okay. and uh, and just through talking to family, uh, somebody advised me was like, man, you need to get a, a life insurance policy for you and your wife uh, now that you're getting married. So we got married at twenty two, and that was when I first got my term policy. And throughout the years, I've been able to convert some of that term policy mm-hmm. into whole life. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about that, man. Like, what would be the game plan for... And I started young. The reality okay. is a lot of people are going to start at all variations of ages. Right. So we'll just say, man, what is the average age that you say people should start? And then what is the game plan for the term and converting it to whole? To, to be honest, um, this might surprise a lot of people, mm-hmm. but I think you should start at two weeks old. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's when you can get a policy. Yeah. And so parents mm-hmm. should be knowing that. Okay. Like, okay, two weeks, why two weeks? Why 14 days? Mm-hmm. It's because that's how long it takes to get a social security card. Okay. So once their child is born, and it's crazy because usually when, when the mother has the baby, yeah. in the hospital you have somebody come in the room and start talking about Gerber life. Okay, okay. Right? And, and usually it's cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cheap and it's affordable, so you get it. Yeah. You know, but it's not the best type of policy. Okay, why and, not? And, and I'll, I'll say this, in 2021, I had a lot of people that came to me and said, hey, I got Gerber life already. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I be getting something else? Yeah, because Gerber life has a lawsuit okay. going on. Wow. Where they have... Kids, they had passed away and they did not pay the policy out. Why didn't they pay the policy out? For different reasons. And, and it's legal action on it. They was actually under the courts at the time wow. in 2021. That was okay. like February 2021. Okay. So when I, I sent the article to parents that came to me and said they had Gerber Life, mm-hmm. they were looking to change it. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing, though, because okay. they could have been involved in the people who got burned with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying started two weeks. Uh, the parents should put because a policy. Because that's the cheapest. Okay. It's going and, and guess what? When you start at two weeks, let's just say you get a hundred thousand dollars for your child at twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Twenty dollars a month. It's gonna say twenty dollars for the whole term. Okay. So even 
you know, 30 years later or 20 years later when their child is paying for it for themselves, mm-hmm. they're only paying $20. Wow. Versus paying what it would cost at that age 20 years later yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're 20 years old. That's a good point. So the child can eventually take over the policy yes. themselves. As a minor, the parents have to be the owner of the policy. Okay, okay. Up until 17. Okay. So at what point uh, should you start converting some of your term policy over to whole? At least 10 years. Okay. And explain whole life too. At least 10 years before. And, and, and here's the thing about education, about finances and insurance is make sure that policy is a conversion policy. Okay. So all over the mark. Nah, okay. nah, and that's that's the due diligence of your agent. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure it's a conversion policy where you can convert it to whole life. Okay. And whole life basically, it can last longer. So you can last up to ninety years to a hundred years. Okay, with whole life. Gotcha. Um, and that's different from permanent life because permanent life lasts to one hundred and twenty. Okay, so before we jump into permanent life, so we got the the, the definition of term. We right, understand right, that one. Right. That one more is a, a temporary, getting you started. Ten years before that policy expires, we need to move over into whole life. Right. What are the main benefits of whole life? The main benefits of whole life, the biggest change is you have cash value now. Okay, explain it. And cash value is basically if you're paying a policy every month, mm-hmm. a percentage of that goes to cash value. Okay. Now, cash value is like a principal. Okay. It's money sitting like in a like a bank account counter. Gotcha. But it's not a bank. Okay. Right? It's the insurance product. Mm-hmm. So it's sitting there and it's it's accruing interest. Gotcha. Now instead of you getting the interest on top of their principal, mm-hmm. it invests into the S P five hundred. Okay. Okay. Right? And and it only invests when the market is going up. Okay. When the market goes down, you lock out wherever you at. Okay. And so you don't take losses. Gotcha. Gotcha. So just just to kind of recap it to make sure that I understand it. Yep. So the whole life, you still pay your, your monthly premium. Mm-hmm. And those premiums are typically a little bit higher than Yeah, the term. it's going to change because, like we said, 20 years, yeah. you know, you're 20 years older. Mm-hmm. So the age difference is going to make it go up. Yeah, and it has the benefit of building the cash value. Right. So some of the money that you're paying in, not only does it cover the same thing that term did, which is the death benefit, uh-huh. if something was to happen and to you. And the living benefits. They'll cash you out, and if the living benefits, if you get diagnosed with a terminal is. So right. it still does all of that. Mm-hmm. But also it pulls another piece of that money, and it invested in the stock market. Right. And that's the money that you use for long-term or retirement. How, what is that money typically so, used for? It, it, it can be used for anything. Okay. Um, it can be used as down payment on your first house. Okay. okay. It can be used as the down payment or the money you need, cash money that you need for a business. Okay. You know, and this is this is the big part about it, what everybody's talking about now is mm-hmm. how I leverage my life insurance. Okay. And that's what you're doing when you do that. You're leveraging mm-hmm. it. So it's, it's just like uh, Walt Disney, right? Yeah. Um, you know, his parents got, got him a policy back when he was like two years old. Okay. Now, he didn't know a lot about it, but when he, in his 40s, you know, that's when he started Disney World. Okay. So he went to the bank, and then he said, I need a loan, mm-hmm. you know, for however much to get the land, just the land okay. for Disney World. Okay. But they, they didn't give it to him. Hmm. But he he remembered the policy. He went and looked at it, found out he had cash value from two years old to 46. Yeah. So it's been building okay. this whole time. And so now he was able to get that money mm-hmm. tax-free Wow. and start Disney World. Now you got a billion-dollar business. Yeah, that's dope. And you don't owe nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was just money that was invested. It was your money. You, you're not going to pay yourself back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could put the money back, but mm-hmm. you don't have to. There's gotcha. no interest on paying the money back. Yeah. If you put it back, it's just you putting money back in there. Yeah, because he used the money for what he what he needed to use the money right, for. That's right. what it was there for. So that's dope, bro, because, so, like I said, you get all those other benefits, but then you get that cash value. Let me ask you this, because I think a lot of people will be interested in knowing, like, how long do I need to pay into a whole life policy before I can tap into the cash? How quick does the cash build? What can I expect if I'm... 30 years old and I'm getting a whole life policy, I'm healthy and, you know, I want to keep this thing to 60. Like, it, will it grow enough for me to retire off of? Like, give me some highlights on Yeah, on um, it can. And the factors that play when, when, when you're talking about when can I borrow it and how much money is going to be, that's something that you talk to your agent about if you already know what you want to do okay. and how much you want to have at a certain age. Gotcha. Then we play with the numbers. Okay, so initially you do the consultation and you say, matter of fact, how does it work? What's, what, what is your process when you start so working with somebody? So I do something called DIME. DIME, okay. Yeah, D-I-M-E, uh-huh. right? And I do it vertically. 
Gotcha. Right? And so D is for debt. Okay. Okay. Right? And then I is for income. Mm-hmm. M is for mortgage. Okay. E is for education. Gotcha. And that education could be for your kids if you have them, or mm-hmm. it could be for you. You may want to go back to school. Gotcha. So with the debt, we put in at that moment, how much debt do you have? Credit okay. card debt, all that. We don't add in the house because it has its own column okay. with the okay. mortgage. We just add in credit card debt, personal debt, got you it. know, uh, car loan, okay. stuff like that. You put that number in there. You got a total. Mm-hmm. Now you go to income. What's your yearly income? Okay. Now, what I like to do is I like the people to have five to ten years of their income in their policy. Okay. What I mean by that okay, is... Okay, I was say, break it down. <laughs> what I mean by that is... If something was to happen to you and you have this policy, mm-hmm. can your family live with your income without you through this policy? Okay. At least five years of it. Okay. So if it's fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand times five. Okay. That's 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 you need you need at least that much to cover income. Okay. So if you made so you're saying if if I make fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. uh, times five, that's a quarter million dollars. Right. So you're saying my whole life policy should be at least a quarter million Your whole dollars. life or your term. Okay, okay. And, okay, and we know you. with the term, it's going to be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I always tell people... That's the first time I've ever heard that it needs to be yeah. five times your income. Okay. Yeah, mostly 10. Mm. 10, because that means my family can financially yeah. be stable at yeah. least for 10 years yeah. after I'm gone. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, uh, you know, hey, they, they bury me, they use their money, then it's okay. gone. So which one was that? You said dime, D, I, and M? And then M is mortgage. Mortgage, okay. So it's, I do it like this, where if you already had the house for, let's say, five years already, you've okay. already been paying on it. So you don't owe as much as you owe when you got the house. Yeah. So now we're just going to put down what you owe from now okay. on for the next rest, rest of the time. Let's say you got 20 years left gotcha. on the house. We're going to put that amount down, okay. what else you owe from then on. Okay. And then we're going to go to education. And it's going to vary depending on what state you live in mm-hmm. as far as what the college education costs. Gotcha, gotcha. And you do that times your kids or times just you if it's just you. Okay, okay. But like it, you do it times your kids. Because this is the thing. When we're talking generational wealth mm-hmm. and we're talking generational curses, mm-hmm. I don't want if something happens to me, my kids to not have the opportunity they could have if I still would have been alive. Yeah, yeah. Right? So education is a big part of it, right? If they want to go to college... I want them to be able to go. So their policy is going to cover the Mm -hmm. money they need to go to college. Okay. Because I did it times two, times three, however many kids I got. Gotcha, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So you, your company, uh, Total Money Solution, did I say that right? Money the money, con- the money, the money connoisseurs. connoisseurs. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. So the money connoisseurs with your team and your formula, what you do is you take that dime process, mm-hmm. you dump it into the algorithm, and then it spits out uh, a financial plan that right. you it, can... It, it spits out a number. Okay. Because I, I believe in numbers. Numbers yeah. tell the truth, uh-huh. right? So it spits out in the average person, and, and we can talk Memphis. Yeah, yeah. You know, the average yeah, person, I, I, I did the numbers. Okay. So the average person in Memphis needs at least $1.1 million. Okay. In in life insurance. Gotcha. To cover, and that's based on average income, mm-hmm. average debt in this okay. city, all of that. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a big number, man. I think most people hear that one point one million and they instantly think, man, that's gonna be expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, is that expensive on a monthly basis? In the term, not at all. Especially okay. if you're young. If you're in your twenties, yeah. you can afford it. Rough estimates. I know I know rough, it's, rough, it's different based rough on the estimate. Um so so I give you this. Because I remember this client, um, mm-hmm. guy came in 31 years old. Okay. Now he got a permanent, which we hadn't even got into what a permanent is yeah. at work, but it costs way more. Let's jump into it. Talk to me about it. So the permanent lasts for 120 years. Okay. So more than likely you won't outlive it. Yeah. I don't know anybody that's 121. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I'm sure if that happens, they will change the numbers because mm-hmm. that's how they that's how they gauge the age limits. Gotcha. So um, 121 years, you won't outlive it, and it has the cash value. Okay. And it has living benefits. It has all of that with it. And, and the biggest change between whole life and the permanent is the longevity of the policy. Okay. okay. It's longer than the whole life. It's longer than the term. Okay. So that's the biggest thing. Gotcha. Now, those policies are usually what you hear people saying they use for retirement. Okay. Okay. They use for retirement. Because if you get that early on, let's say you get it at 20, mm-hmm. and you get, let's say, this guy got half a million dollars. And it, at 31 years old, yeah. it costed him three. I think it was about 350 a month. 
Okay. okay. Three fifty a month. So that's what he's putting into policy. Yeah. Now, here here's where it gets crazy. Okay. But good crazy. Talk to me. <laughs> so I always urge people to get it for their kids now. Okay. Because we might not came from money, yeah. but our kids can. Yeah. We got that opportunity. Okay. Because now, like you said, we got more resources. Yeah. We we're seeing stuff our parents didn't see. Mm-hmm. We got access now. Yeah. Right. So there's no reason my kids shouldn't have options. Right. I should be creating it. And so if I get like my two sons, one and three now, mm-hmm. I got it when they was two weeks old. Gotcha. Got them policies. Um, they got two policies apiece. They got a whole life for two hundred thousand. Okay. And then they got a permanent policy. Mm-hmm. The one I'm talking about the last 120 years, okay. they both have that for 350000 okay. a piece. Gotcha. I just changed their net worth mm. already. Wow. That's what they're worth right now without a job, yeah. without no pension, without no 401k. Hold nothing. on, hold on. You got to run that back. You just changed their network by simply putting a policy in place that has uh, the cat or the total value. Uh, yeah. It's 350 So technically on paper, that's their net worth now. That's their net worth. Wow. And, and, and that's not including the cash value. Okay. So we're talking about two weeks old, and let's say at 21, mm-hmm. you know, they look at their cash value. Yeah. We're talking 100, 100 some thousand dollars. Yeah. And they that can point. pull that money too. They can pull tax Start free. a business. No age limits. Yeah. Ain't no 59 and a half, and you got to be 66 and a half and all that. Yeah. You can pull it at 21 with no penalties. So, and yeah, that's a, that's a, how much does that policy typically cost if you get it that, that early? That early, I pay, <laughs> I pay, I think, 60 bucks. Wow. 60 bucks and a so month. And so now. That's essentially skipping. To, to frame this, that's, that's skipping one weekend out. That's it. Skip dinner one weekend. Yeah. I don't see it. 60 bucks. For them to be in a position at 21, you know, to be, to have that level of that much capital to be able to move the way they want. Yep. Like, yeah, that's, that's more and, than one. And, and to, to bring that to like an uh, uh, image in people's head, yeah. I, I knew a white guy, okay. right? That um, he <clears throat> got one for his daughter when she was two. Okay. Now, here's the thing. This is the biggest part as black people that we miss mm-hmm. is the education behind money. Yeah. Financial literacy. Talk to me. We have to do that. A uh, fool with a million dollars is still a fool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We And we know that to be true because yeah. how many people hit the lotto and they broke now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, they've hit it for millions, mm-hmm. 10 million. Yeah. And you ain't got nothing left? Yeah. Financial literacy. Yeah. And, and the first thing when it comes to the lottery, people accept the money wrong. Mm-hmm. And once you did that, you can't undo it. What's the right way to accept the money? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Don't take the lump sum. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends on your age and what yeah. you're trying to do. Okay, okay. But you have to be in thought all that out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, they, they want to win the lotto. Yeah. They see it every day. Yeah. But then when it happens, they're not ready. Yeah. Right? And, and I think, bro, it's twofold. Yeah, you got to be held responsible. Because I, right. I made a post the other day and said in the age of information, uh, ignorance is a choice. Mm-hmm. But... On the flip side of it, who are who, how are people getting access to these type of conversations? You know what I'm saying? On a real at your kitchen table, you know what I'm saying? Right. Type 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 conversation. A lot of people just don't have access. And 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 then it's such a huge learning curve, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I've had a life insurance policy, like I said, since early 20s. And we talk on a consistent basis, and you always educate me on stuff. And it's just like I had no idea, man. Right. So um so twofold, I think you're right. People got to be smart when they get access to capital or to wealth. Definitely. But then on the flip side, people just hadn't had access to these type of conversations. So, but so let's let's transition a little bit, bro. Because okay. I think this is dope. I like this uh, leveraging life insurance. Leveraging life because insurance. as I hear more conversations surrounding it, that's where the conversation is going. Like, yep. you you've explained the basics. You got the term, the whole, the permanent. Now let's talk about leverage. Like, what do you what do you see a lot of people making plays when it comes to leveraging their life insurance? Now, how how, how what are some plays? I guess. Uh, um, I mean, you can. So first thing is, it, it, everybody can't do it mm-hmm. because they don't have the income to okay. get that type of policy at where it needs to be. Okay. Which the 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 threshold is four fifty. Okay. A month. Gotcha. Four hundred and fifty dollars a month. You want to be doing that, okay. right? And let, let, let me say this. 
you don't have to start off like that. You okay. can up it later, mm-hmm. but you need to start somewhere. Gotcha. Start it wherever wherever it's affordable. Okay. If it's a hundred dollars a month, start there. Just get it. Gotcha. Right, and you can change it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? With that type of investment, though, what type, what are you looking at? So, what is that leverage like? What's the play for that type of money? So, the reason it's four fifty okay. is because that's that's the number you're gonna need to be putting into that policy to actually get out what you want in cash value. Okay. okay. Right? Cause because if if I think off the top of my head, if you're putting four fifty in, I think you got at least twenty five to three thousand dollars in cash value the first year. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the cash value goes grows quicker. Grows quicker. Okay, I got and, you. And like I, got I said, you. that's something you gotta talk with your agent. What what are you trying to do? Okay. You know, because if you're not trying to do something like that, where you need to access cash cash value, or you don't have a business that you're like, hey, I need some money that I can go to, mm-hmm. like a line of credit almost, yeah, yeah. without going to the bank okay. and owing them back, okay. right? And, and interest on top of that, mm-hmm. you can borrow from yourself. Gotcha. So that's that's the big thing, gotcha. borrowing from myself. My, I'm my own bank. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Right. So it's infinite banking, private banking. That's what they call it. Yeah. 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 Man, let's let's rewind a little bit because I think we jump right into the conversation. Oh, yeah, we didn't yeah, even get yeah. a chance to get into your background. Hey, I get excited about it. It's this all good. Stuff. Nah, <laughs> man. This has been good. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your background, bro. How did you even get into you know the financial service industry? So um, I start here. So I originally, a lot of people don't know this either. Here mm-hmm. go another one. <laughs> I originally started. I majored in music. Okay. Where'd you go I, to school? Southwest. Okay, okay. Majored in music, music theory, and music performance. Gotcha. Uh, the instrument I was playing was drums. Okay. I started playing drums when I was nine in 1996. And I'm not telling my age because yeah. I ain't, ain't number 36. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in the 80s just like most of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a millennial. You still play? I play when I get calls to okay. play. Okay. Like, I'm not really active like that. Gotcha. Um, but over those, I played for my church for 16 years. Okay. Um, and being nine years old at the time, I didn't know people got paid. To do this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until one Sunday after church, they called me in the finance office like, hey, we're going to pay you. Yeah. I'm nine, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I think I was in, what, the sixth grade or seventh grade or something? Okay. And I'm like, nah, what do you mean pay me? But but the money they was paying me, like, at school, mm-hmm. I was the guy. Okay. You know, at lunchtime, yeah. I'm getting cookies. I'm drinking the tea and the Kool-Aid, the teachers drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't want a kid with some money stuff. in your pocket. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm buying my own shoes, paying for my own haircuts at this point. Wow. And, and you know, I don't know anything about money at this time. Yeah. You know, I'm just spending it. Mm-hmm. But I knew about work. Gotcha. They taught me, hey, you got to keep doing this, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to keep getting this money and doing what you're doing. So yeah. I started with music. Okay. Uh, and then I ventured from drums to piano and guitar. Okay. Um, which I I never went deep into it. It was just something I touched and gotcha. I had that ear. Okay. Because that's how I learned how to play drums. Nobody taught me. Mm. I, I learned by ear. Okay. Okay. Um, my uncle was playing uh, for the church before I was, and I mm-hmm. used to just sit at the front and watch, watch, and, watch, yeah. watch and listen, listen, watch. And naturally, I just could do it. Okay. And um, so I went to school and had to learn how to read music, mm-hmm. which was a hard thing for me because it's a whole nother language. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but when I did, I, I'm advancing at this point. Okay. So that's when throughout those 16 years, I only play, I play for my church, not only my church, but I played for bands. Okay. I went on tours. Mm. All this stuff wow, before wow. social media. Yeah. I don't have no video of this stuff. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. at least show my kids. Yeah. Like this was daddy, uh-huh. you know? But... <laughs> I'm talking about crazy stuff. I'm, I'm I'm with a band one time. We go to Indiana. That's the first spot. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I was in college. Yeah. And my uh, professor gave me my work early because I told him I was going to be gone. Yeah. So I got to work, did that. Then we went on tour. They had a tour bus. Yeah. I had my drums from the house I brought. Yeah. This is the first time I ever traveled with my drums. Like, mm. I only played in church. Okay. You know, and so I'm like, okay, I don't know the band. Yeah. It's a crazy story how it came about. Mm-hmm. If y'all know in Memphis, the Memphis Drum Shop. Okay. On Cooper. Yeah. So I was at the Memphis Drum Shop looking at some stuff, and I knew a guy that played the drums that worked there. Okay. And so he's on the phone. Mm. Like, while we standing around, I'm looking at some stuff. He's like, nah, I got some other gigs. That's what he's telling the person on the phone. Yeah. But he's like, I work in a drum shop. It's drums all around me. Mm-hmm. He just hand me the phone. Yeah. I don't even know what the conversation about. <laughs> he just hand me the phone, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, hello. And he's like, yeah, hey, man, we need a drummer to go on tour with us because mm-hmm. um, our drummer broke his arm yeah. and he's going to be out. <clears throat> wow. So these this band is some people I never heard of, never heard the music, and it's yeah. all original music. Mm. And I only had a week to learn it. Wow. 
So guess how I learned it? How was that? This is back when we still had Walkmans with CDs. Okay. So they gave me the CD of the original music. Mm-hmm. I put it in the CD player, and I would go to sleep with it on repeat. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up, get on my drums at the house. Yeah. And nobody be there, so I get on drums at the house, play the CD, and I would know the breaks, the yeah. licks, all this stuff. It's crazy. Mm. I ain't never played this. Yeah. But just by listening, this, this, I learned by ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that, and we went out of town. Man, I couldn't believe it. This band was huge. Mm. We in Indiana, and it's like 2,000 people. Wow. And I'm, so hold up. I'm scared. <laughs> <You just> <laughs> hold <laughs> up. So you took this gig, bro. What you thought they was going to be playing in front of? A couple hundred people? <laughs> I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I didn't know them. And yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be a small venue. Like, they didn't... Really talk How about many stops did y'all make? A few. With that time, we did about three different stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's crazy because it was $300 every time I played. Mm. I'm like, I'm in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how did you transition that, bro, that, that, that music career into kind of where you at today, the financial side of things? So I used to um, live downtown, and I used to work a job called Cargill. Okay. Um, where I was doing strenuous work, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> and, and and I I was 22 at the time. Okay. Um, so I had plenty of energy I could do it. Yeah. But I knew it was always more. Yeah. Now, I'm one of them people that say, "Hey, look, that, look at that postcard. You see that? That's a real place. Mm-hmm. But it costs to go there. Mm. I need more than this. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm always looking and looking and looking. I'm staying on my own, living downtown. Yeah. Um. So I tried a few different things. I used to sell credit card machines. Mm, okay. You know, like go to a place of business. Yeah. Hey, look, I got this credit card machine. You know, I want you to put it in your place of business. I, yeah. I probably sold one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it was hard. It was hard. People. <laughs> Doing the sales is tough. Boy, let me it, tell you something. it was rough. It yeah. was rough. I've been there. <laughs> but it's big business if you can do it. Yeah. Um. So I tried that. Didn't really make a lot of money. Okay. Um, still had to work the jobs. I didn't like the jobs, but I liked money, so I went. Okay. I worked overtime. I did this. I did that. Mm. Um, so being in that mindset of looking for stuff, it puts you in different circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and especially with the internet, this is on the rise of Facebook and you know Instagram mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I'm on their networking. Yeah. You know, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm networking. I'm talking to people. Yeah. And I get a message on LinkedIn. Um, hey, um, um, my name is such and such. I uh, want you to are you open for new business yeah. opportunities gotcha and at this time yeah i'm saying yes to everybody mm-hmm. you know i'm just seeing what's out here for sure i said yes and she was like well um maybe friday you can come meet so such times as i mm-hmm. i go okay and that's why i meet this young lady named sable mm. and uh she's in the financial industry okay but she's she's I, she's my age okay right so i'm like i'm happy because i'm meeting somebody that's a millennial yeah. in my age group, so I'm like, this gonna work, mm-hmm. you know. So I get there to the meeting, meet her. She was like, I'm gonna introduce you to my husband, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I meet her husband and we click. Okay, we, his name is Ruben. Gotcha. We click, and so after that, he introduced me to the business. That day, I got in. Mm-hmm. I didn't care what it cost. Okay, you know, I didn't have the money. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I had the credit card for sure. So I'm, I'm like swipe, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I already swiped it for a four for four today, mm-hmm. and I'm swiping for some gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what for I'm sure. I'm, I'm just in that place in my life where yeah. you know I want an opportunity Your so homework. bad yeah. that I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know. And the craziest thing was, me and my wife was in the middle of building our house that okay. we're in right now. Gotcha. And so I wasn't supposed to swipe nothing. Mm. You know, the loan officer was like, "Yeah, don't lose no credit cards. Our credit scores is wow. where they hit." I, yeah, I, didn't yeah, yeah. I didn't tell her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she gonna know I, now. I swiped it and I was like, I'm gonna get it back yeah. and pay it before it can show up. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. And that's what I did. Mm. But it that's what got me into business. Okay. And okay. I, I, I spent two hundred dollars. Wow. That's how uh, I got in this. Man, I wanna dive into like the mindset piece because I can kind of hear it because your story is a lot similar to mine, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in college, uh, that's when I first got introduced to entrepreneurship, and bro, I was so hungry for the information. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I quit. I quit college because uh, mm-hmm. I was going to school for art, and I was a sophomore. I finished up my sophomore year, and I had been doing both of them. I was doing college and I was doing entrepreneurship, man. And I just saw the greater potential for me right. based on my personality, based on the things that I wanted to achieve in life was not to pursue college anymore, but to pursue entrepreneurship, man. And I was hungry, bro. And I can kind of hear that in yeah. you because once you're looking for an opportunity, man, you you know what I'm saying? Your mindset is different. And then not only that, but once you find the right opportunity, yep. 
that you've been looking for. Now it's time to go all the way in, man. So yeah. talk to me about your education. I know you had brought some books and stuff like that, man. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. talk to me a little bit about uh, that piece, man, and how you, you know, you educate yourself and what does that look like for you on a daily basis? So I, I'm a big believer in self-education, especially, okay. I'm, I got to say, I think the, the uh, you know, the, schooling now mm-hmm. college and you know grade school and everything i think is trash okay you know um so i believe in self-education okay which involves books yeah 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 so getting into entrepreneurship if you're an entrepreneur and you're not reading mm-hmm. you're losing yeah oh, you're absolutely losing. yeah like you're really losing so because that's where the mindset gets changed mm-hmm. new information yeah. you're reading stuff you're seeing new stuff and so it's putting new beliefs in you yeah right and taking the doubt out so I started reading books, and I'm talking about reading like crazy, mm-hmm. like a book a month, sometimes yeah. two, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And that's why I brought these books, because I wanted everybody to to know this is the book. In, okay. In the order I'm this saying. This camera right here, you can show, point at that camera right there. Okay. Yeah. Got you. The, um, the order I'm saying them is the order I read them in. Okay. Energy bus. Okay. Summary, book is basically about who are you letting around you, gotcha. what type of energy, mm-hmm. right? And then... The magic of thinking big. Let me big. let me help. Let's hold this one together. This <laughs> the was magic the, of thinking big, bro, man. This was the first book I read as an entrepreneur, bro. Ooh. The first book. It is it's life changing. Game changing, bro. It's life changing. Yeah. And, and, and <clears throat> I went, so when I this book right here, mm-hmm. when I turned uh 33, yeah. I went and got this. Okay. 33 strategies of war. Gotcha. And it hit. Hmm. It hit like right. At the time, what does that book discuss? So this this discuss because you know this this is Robert Greene. Okay. So you know he has a whole series yeah. of Forty Eight Laws of Power, mm-hmm. all of this. So I'm, I'm I'm reading all of that. Okay. But at the same time, I was like, I need to read this one. Yeah. I'm turning thirty three on my birthday. I went mm-hmm. and got the book, and um, this book is basically about strategies. Yeah. And it's talking about pastime and wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Different strategies, mm-hmm. the lieutenants and people. Of, Military, they was using. For sure. And you can use all that in business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like the 48 laws of power. You got to know how to persuade. You yeah. got to know how to talk. You know what's crazy, bro? A lot of people probably don't know this, but the 48 powers of law influence the show's power that we watch right now. It's a popular show. It didn't spiral off. Yeah. It all became because of the collaboration between him and 50 Cent because, you know, they yeah. rewrote it. Uh, it was the 50th law. Have you read that one yet? I haven't read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically the same concept, but yeah. Yeah, so so when I went and got this book and I started reading it, it's like I was living in it. Like mm-hmm. I was deep in it. Okay. You know, and I, I with no pictures, I saw pictures. Okay. As I was reading, I could see them in my head. Um, so this book is, is, is big. Now, when you start winning, mm-hmm. winning in business and entrepreneurship, that's when this book comes along. Okay. And, and, and this is one of my mentors right here, Matt Sapala. Okay. He's in the uh, financial industry, been in the financial industry over 20 years. Okay. Um, but he wrote this book. I think it's been out about a year and a half now. Oh, so it just came. Okay. Yeah, about a year and a half. And um, so, and especially if, you, if you're a believer, mm-hmm. this is good. Faith made millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, there's always some, some, some contrast and some fighting back and forth between money Mm-hmm. And religion, yeah, 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 you know, people like oh, people with money, they evil, mm-hmm. or, you know, all this type of stuff. Not true, yeah. But those are bad habits that we should not pass down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely, we should absolutely. be talking about money. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you, the saint that that touched Jesus, him. Yeah, you still we live in the world. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. right. And you need to be smart about the money. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to stop winging life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're doing. We mm-hmm. winging every day. People going to work, they doing this different stuff. They know what their bills are, they know how much they make, but they yeah. have no idea what they do with the extras. Yeah. And, and usually when I do that dime, mm-hmm. what I find is people have so much extra money, but it all goes to entertainment and food. Mm. And they don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're going to the grocery store buying two hundred dollars worth of groceries, then go go to McDonald's. Yeah. Same yeah. day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm a firm believer in making sense and making it simple, mm-hmm. making the money. And I think, man, it's easier now to have the conversation uh, mm-hmm. about financial literacy, but there's still there still is a wealth gap and there still is a knowledge gap, even within our community. Uh, like, 
I don't know the financial industry as well as I want to know it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know way more about it. But even at the level that I know it, there's somebody out there that don't even know it at the level that I know it, man. Absolutely. So within, within our community, within our culture, there's even different levels of financial education. What is, and I know you can't generalize it. I know we talked about starting, you know, to get the policies and things like that in place. What other advice financially uh, would you would you tell people to kind of set themselves up for the long term? Um Back to, to, to mindset, uh, yeah. stop doing what everybody else is doing. Okay, break that Because apparently that ain't winning. Because mm. still yet in the black community, we're we talking black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the black community, we still ain't changed. It's it's 250-year wealth gap. Yeah. It ain't been closed yet. Mm-hmm. And and the crazy thing is, it's not going to be closed by me. Yeah. It's not going to be closed by you. It's okay. going to be closed by us. Okay. We have to work together. So, like... I hear thing. that, bro, but I hear that, man. We hear that a lot. What does that look like? Like, give me a give me an action item. Like, so when I say work together, everybody's not gonna be able to do the same stuff. Yeah. Everybody's not gonna be good at everything. That, that I'm not good at what you good at. Yeah, You're yeah. not good at what I'm good at. For sure. But we all need each other for those things. Mm-hmm. So we have to like if if just like I was talking earlier about the real estate agents, the tax people. Yeah. Like, there's no way that. A person that work in the bank, loan officer, a tax person, a real estate person, insurance person should not be working together in some capacity. Okay. Okay. We start there. Yeah. Start there with little, little small groups. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you do real estate. Okay, bam. I'm linking up with you. I'm sending people your way. For sure. For sure. You know, you sending people my way for the insurance. They just bought a house from you. Mm-hmm. They need mortgage protection. Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why not send them to me? Gotcha, gotcha. Why send them to the wonderful people? Mm-hmm. Send, them, send them over here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep it in because that keeps that dollar yeah. in the black community. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think the results from that will start to bring us closer. Okay, okay. But we got to start somewhere. Yeah. And it can be small like that. Mm-hmm. Once we start seeing it and other people say, oh, man, them folks working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? And, and they and they thriving. Mm-hmm. So now yeah, they right. want to get in. Mm-hmm. You know, people want it. Oh, man, what y'all doing? I yeah. want to get in. What I need to do? What can you bring to the table? Okay. Right? What can you do? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you know how to do? Let's start doing that. For sure. Don't just do stuff just because of the money. Do it because that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Start there. Yeah, that's dope. And collaboration is one, like I said, man, it's been one of those topics that come up quite often on the equity tab. Uh, we talk about collaboration and we throw it out. And it's one of those things, again, is it's sound until you can really mm, frame go it. One ear, go out the other. Yeah, and what you just essentially did, man, was you took a, a, a specific set of industries and mm-hmm. you just show people how to collaborate. Yeah. Now, if you're in another industry that's not attached to that, do the same thing. You know what I'm That's saying? It. If you were a t-shirt vendor like I was, a screen printer, who else in that 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 field that you can collaborate See, with I and think start putting our money together? When they when they hear that, they thinking like all of us gotta come and do one thing. Yeah. No, no. Small circles. Mm-hmm. You know, each one teach one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All they do is take one. Mm-hmm. You know, small circles. Then next thing you know, you got all these small circles inside of a big circle. Okay. And we all working together. We all keeping the money in the community. Yeah. Right? So that dollar stays here longer than five hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, bro. Let me ask you this, man. I know you you service a lot of clients, uh, and then you also have a, a, a onboarding process where you also help agents, you know, get certified and, and sell life insurance as well. Right. You got a busy schedule, bro. Like, what does your day look like on a daily basis? Man... Uh, I, I tell you what I want my day to look like. Okay. And then I tell you what it actually looks <laughs> Sleep like. Sleep till twelve. Go to the beach. Man, nah, really, I I I, I want to work out more than what I'm working out. Okay. But I haven't chiseled out that time. Mm-hmm. Like I have spurts okay. where it's like that. But then when it gets busy, I don't have that. Gotcha, you know. Gotcha. Just and it's really because I'm just that one on one with people. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm really out here helping people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if if you're looking for, like. Quantity, mm-hmm. I'm not your guy. Gotcha. Right? I'm not the guy that's going to put all the numbers on the board. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy that's going to give you quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And quality take time. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. And, 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 and for, like, let's see, me as an agent, another person as an agent, they putting up all these numbers, that's mm-hmm. cool, but how good is that book of business? Yeah. You know, is, is that book of business sticking? Mm-hmm. Are they agents they bringing in, they staying? Mm-hmm. Are they making money? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... I, I'm nurturing it. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, and that's just where I'm at. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, I I I like people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm falling in love with <laughs> the vision. I'm falling in love with the journey. Yeah, yeah. Like all the ups and downs, I like it for sure. Man, what's what's next for you, bro? You've accomplished so much. Twenty million dollars book of business, man. Couple agents you you're working with under you, and you you're out actively prospecting. Like, what's next for you, bro? What's the what's the big I goal? Think, I think for me, um, outside of insurance and financial, I'm just about to bring on some more streams mm-hmm. outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm about to drop some game real quick. Talk and, to and, us. And yeah. I don't care who uses it. You know, go ahead. It's mm-hmm. enough for all of us. I'm looking to jump on the Toro train. Okay, okay. If you know about Toro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm jump jump on the Toro train because I explain know, it though too. So, so yeah, Toro, Toro is a person to person rental car mm-hmm. basically. It's enterprise, but it's person to person. Yeah, you come to a city, you want to rent a car, you can go on Toro, rent a person's car. Yeah, and it can be whatever car I've seen people rent out Ferraris, mm-hmm. you know, in certain cities and stuff. Okay, so um, to me, that's money. They can come in and I don't have to do anything. For sure. Right? So because the only way you get wealthy is you make money in your sleep. Yeah. And you can't work 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Right? But I need money. Yeah. In this economy, I need money 24 hours. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't like the nine to five set up mm-hmm. because I don't spend money just on Friday. Yeah. I spend money every, every day. day. Yeah. So I need cash every day. And then mm-hmm. you got to look at it like people have a goal for making $100,000, but you need two seventy five a day. Yeah. I don't know people that's working the job making it like that yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, every day. That means Sunday too. Yeah. Right? So even though you want to spend time with the family, you got to have something that can make you that money on yeah. auto. Yeah. That yeah, you yeah. don't have to go out and do this for eight hours, for 10 sure. hours, 12 hours. So you diversifying so, the portfolio. Yeah. I'm going to jump into that. Then I'm thinking about jumping into Airbnb. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I want to do a large fleet on the Toro, mm-hmm. but I'm looking two to three cars. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. And get them moving and get them going. And then Airbnb, thinking about getting me a little spot. Okay. Then put it on Airbnb and get that. I'm just trying to automate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the whole world is going to automation, mm-hmm. robotics. Yeah, yeah. I need my money to be the same way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this technology piece is scaring a lot of people, man. Yeah, but, you know, it's 13 years ago, I uh, went to a seminar at U of M. Okay. Had no had, had really had no business there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the only person who looked like me that was in there. Okay, right, but it was a guy from a company talking, and I remember him saying, "Go to YouTube, mm-hmm. look up a video called Humans Need Not Apply." Humans need not apply. That, okay, that's the name of it. And I went and looked, and the whole video is about robotics mm. coming into the workforce <sighs> and taking over. Yeah, and um, it's crazy because I posted maybe a month or two ago. Where it showed McDonald's, uh, I think the one in Texas, okay. in Waco, yeah. it's already doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already doing it. Where it, it ain't no dining. Yeah. It's, it's you walk in, there's a screen right there, you make your order, go up to the counter, you don't see nobody, a <laughs> uh, bag come out. Yeah. Even the drive through, it's, it's got a conveyor, mm-hmm. comes out the window, you grab your bag. Like, that's where we're going. And yeah. as millennials, we heard that yeah. growing up that, hey, they're going to be doing this. They're going to be self driving cars. And yeah. We hear. Yeah, we hear. And you know what's crazy, bro? We've had AI in our hands for the last decade. We just mm-hmm. didn't realize what it was. Man, these cell phones, you think about what you're able to do with these things now, bro. It's like and how fast. And how fast you can do it. Like, this is AI right here in the palm of your hands. Yeah. And it's been growing and evolving and evolving and growing over the last few years. So, like, when you look at what's happening now, it don't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. Let's embrace it. And, and, and partially because it's, we grew up. Sometimes right. it's first generation adopters of these things. So it was right, easy right. for us to, you know what I'm saying, navigate through it and maybe be okay with it. But I can see, you know, how some generations are, you know what I'm saying, fearful. Yeah. Man, yeah. look, bro, we can talk all day. We do this. We we yeah, kick yeah, it a lot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. uh just to kind of keep things, you know, to the to the normal <laughs> format, man. This is what I want to do, man. You've given out a ton of game. Yes. Um I want want you to be able to let people know how they can keep up with you. And also, man, any closing advice that you have uh for entrepreneurs. There's somebody twofold. There's somebody on the other side, threefold. I'm gonna ask you kind of three questions here. Okay. There's somebody on the other side of the camera um that has not invested in life insurance that needs to invest. You've given them a ton of game on, you know what I'm saying? what each one of them means, but maybe if you can kind of give them some advice on how to start. Uh, and then second question is, um, 
there's an entrepreneur on the other side of the camera. And just like you, man, you put yourself in a position to where you say, look, I, I know I don't know everything, but I'm going to go sit over here with the IRS. I'm going to dive into this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself in a position to get educated so that I can grow. So, man, any advice that you have on, you know what I'm saying, how do they get out of their mind and get into an execution phase? And uh, third, man, there may be somebody who wants to get into the industry. Any advice that you can kind of give them on what to look for, stay away from this, maybe look into this, you know. So threefold question, man. How do I get my life insurance started? You know what I'm saying? How do I get out of my head, take action? And then lastly, if I want to become an agent, how do I go about doing that? Man, listen, I hope y'all had a pen in the pad. Man, my Didrick dropped a ton of information on, you know, how do you start structuring your finances. How do you start thinking long-term in financial literacy so that you can start growing your personal wealth? Do me a favor, man. If y'all enjoyed this conversation, I'm going to put all of his contact information down in the description. Please go hit the links, subscribe to his uh, to his websites, to his social media platform. He gives out a ton of game. Uh, I follow you on the platform. He gives out a ton of game on a daily basis. It's going to help you. So I know a lot of these topics may be new to some people. It may not be. Uh, and if you're wanting more information, I'm going to put all his information down in the contact, in the description so that you can find him. Also, man, if you guys are finding value out of this, do me a favor. Hit subscribe, turn on the notifications so that when we drop these episodes, you'll be the first one to know. Look, bro, man, let me let me thank you again, man, because I know, like you said, your schedule is, is busy. You do a lot of stuff, man. So to take time out of your schedule to come on to the show, man, and give game, you know, to the equity chasers, bro, I appreciate that. So do me a favor, let people know how they can keep up with you and any closing advice you got for us, man. The floor is yours. Yeah, um... So you can find me on all platforms, okay. TikTok, everything, Money Connoisseurs. And I think you'll have it down there so you can guys can uh, check the spelling. Um, Money Connoisseurs, you can find me everywhere. Or you can find me on Facebook by my name, Dedrick Slaughter. Gotcha. So um, as far as um, the insurance piece, I do that first. Mm-hmm. Um, get with me. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. Get with me. I will hold your hand, walk you through, answer all your questions. Um, I just ask that you, if you're new to it and you don't have something, come open-minded. Yeah. You know, come open-minded. Don't yeah, be afraid key. of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of the numbers. Um, as far as the entrepreneurs, the, the, the biggest thing I would say is being able to process things. Um, that was a big thing for me, oh, wow. being able to process things and having a way to process them and doing it quick. Yeah. Like making those hard decisions quick mm. and processing them quick have a plan okay for every time a hard decision come i got to make a decision but i don't need to take two weeks yeah yeah so i, I need to think about it but i don't need to take two weeks gotcha. so I'm, I'm down to where i'm able to make hard decisions five minutes mm-hmm. ten minutes an hour mm. you know because of my process the yeah. way i do yeah. that um and the other thing is look we all are you know from the nine to five at some capacity yeah Right, and, and that takes energy, and that takes time. Mm-hmm. Put that same energy. If you wake up every day mm-hmm. thinking about this, yeah. and you got that desire to where you cry about it, yeah. because yeah. it ain't happening, you got to make something happen. Yeah. Like put that same energy, sacrifice, because yeah. everybody wants success, right? Yeah. But it's only one currency you can pay success with, mm. and that's sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Now you preaching, man. That's it. Yeah. I tried all the other stuff. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I tried all. You, you can't get nobody no money, and they put you in. Yeah. You know it don't work that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta sacrifice. What that what that means, in, in closing, is when like for me, I I didn't get to see my kids when I wanted to. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. late nights, you know, or not sleeping in the bed with my wife. The next morning, I'm seeing them because mm-hmm. I'm sacrificing. Yeah. Right. These are the things, and we sacrifice anyway. Yeah. So just add a little bit more and put your energy towards what yeah. you want. Yeah. Don't put it towards what ain't getting you there. For sure. Yeah. But it's dope, man. I, I'm glad we we found the time to make this happen because Absolutely. I know, uh, I, I kind of know where you're at in your career because we talk a lot, man. And you're not one of those agents that, you know, where you want to be at yet. You're getting there. Right. Uh, but, man, I can just respect the process in which I've seen you grow, the dedication to your craft. Uh, I see you at all the networking events when I'm when I pop up, you there. So right. you're not just talking about this stuff. You're actually out in the hunt, put one foot in front of the other man, making yeah. it happen. And I can I can respect and appreciate that. And about I, you, I'll man. say this too, uh, for the people who may want to become an agent. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. um back to what you had said earlier about um 
how do we get this information out? Mm -hmm. People have to start being in it. Yeah. Because like, let's just say I go recruit somebody as an agent. Mm -hmm. They come in as an agent. There's a whole nother network of people yeah. around that person. Now this person knows what I know. Mm -hmm. And they can spread it over there. Because yeah, I don't yeah. know everybody. Mm. Right? So that's how it's going to spread. Tapping information, yeah. Tap rooting. Mm -hmm. Tap rooting. That's how it's going to spread out to other people. Gotcha. That I don't know. Even in other states. I got agents that live in other states. Mm -hmm. I'm licensed in, what, Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Louisiana, Florida. Okay. You know, so I'm moving. Yeah, I'm moving yeah, yeah. around. And so the way I do it, anytime I recruit somebody in a certain state, I get a license for their state. Yeah, yeah. Because how I'm going to help them if I'm not even licensed there? Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. So, okay. And, and I'm duplicatable yeah. when it comes to systems and strategies and stuff. Mm. Now, I'm not duplicatable as far as duplicating me, yeah, yeah. but you can duplicate what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your own right? personality on it, but the right, systems right, are in right, place. Right, right, So, I, I would tell people when you're looking to do this and you're looking into companies, um, look for the company that has your vision. Okay, okay. Right? And, and and make sure that whatever vision you have, don't hold back. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's big enough to where when you get in business, you want somebody to work with you. Yeah, that their vision can fit inside of yours mm. because your I vision like that. dished that yeah. big. Yeah. that's the reason people don't work with people. Yeah, because it's like if I come to you and you tell me your vision, I tell you mine. Mm -hmm. like, this man think it's small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't need yeah, to get with him. Yeah. I don't need to get with him. He think it's small. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you want to make sure your vision is big enough to where the people that you bring in, masterminding, yeah. that they can actually have their vision inside of yours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Look, bro, as we were sitting here talking, it was another thing I wanted to talk to you about, but I got to get you back on the show because this infinite banking piece, I hear a lot of people talking about yeah, that, it man. it goes deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get, we got to, we're going to have to do another episode to get you, uh, get you back on the show to talk about that. But bro, I appreciate your time, man. This man, has I been appreciate great, you. man. Yeah, dude. This platform, man, y'all need to follow, subscribe, because I'm telling you, the game is there. Appreciate like, it, Like, nobody yeah. can say, hey, I don't know. Ain't, ain't nobody talking about the real estate on there. No, he's had multiple people on there talking about different industries, different businesses yeah. that are excelling in their business. So you got to tap in. Yeah, yeah. Equity tap. Man, look, <laughs> I can't think of a better way to close it, man. As you continue to grow and, and achieve success, man, can we get you back on the show so that the audience Definitely, can keep over with you? man. You know, I'm for the people. For sure. I'm for, for the sure. people, so. Bro, I appreciate you, man. Look, until next time, man, y'all keep tapped in, man. We appreciate it. Love y'all, man. Take care. Dope, dope, dope.